We're talking more about air conditioning than we have ever talked about games. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is Level 99, Set My Lights to Relax. That's right, we are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network. Um, as per usual, we are a half hour late to tape, uh, but this time it wasn't my fault. It wasn't Derek's fault. Uh, it wasn't I don't Josh's fault. It's ever fault. been my fault. It was, well, it, was, I, it, was, it, was, it was Carlos's fault. He had to heat up his computer. What booted up that old 386. Yeah, got to get all juiced up, baby. Yeah, What's your juicing <laughs> up checklist? Uh, my comfy group chair. Up your computer. Gotta make sure that the yeah I gotta get the laptop in a certain angle because you know I love at, I love mm-hmm. it at a certain angle uh, and then I I caressly turn it on so that's um, that's what I do so the magic beautiful man. beautiful so the magic um so yeah uh, we're back with our episode of podcast uh, at the top we got some mad giveaways going on uh, right now if you are listening to us on Twitch.tv/slash/GeekscapeTV live uh, if you are in the chat room uh, you are automatically entered to win a copy that's of... that's the wrong link though what do you mean it's just Geekscape <laughs> TV not Geekscape TV live I didn't say live yeah you did what the fuck what do you mean to say live I didn't say live guys did you hear him say live man it's going great uh, already I said yeah, if, you, if you're great. in the chat room watching live now you say on Twitch.tv/slash/GeekscapeTV Twitch. live that's okay. We could just send them to the wrong URL and keep the prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are giving away a Steam copy of Telltale's Batman, um, and we have multiple copies to be giving away. So follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitch, all that good stuff. Also, I would like to give shouts out to our good partners over at Loot Crate. If you go to lootcrate.com slash geekscape and use the promo code geekscape, you can get a discount <laughs> on... Your bo- what? What? I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's laughing because you sold out, Shane. We, I didn't sell out. We sold out. Oh, okay. Make sure. We collect a little Double checking. Out. Double checking. I, I don't think anybody... At, no. I don't know. <laughs> I could get a... You mean I could get a loot crate for just $40 a month? Wait, what? In, is that how expensive it is in Canada? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Holy shit. Jeez. Oh. Well, but if I purchase then. 12 months at once, I get a free bonus t-shirt. Wow. Make Canada great again. Anyway, um, <laughs> this uh, December's theme is revolution. Fight the power and get ready to ring in a bright new tomorrow. December's crate, because we are starting a revolution. Uh, features franchises, Assassin's Creed, the movie, Mr. Robot, Firefly. Nobody likes that show. It's garbage. It's terrible. Uh, Sideshow and Funko Pop. Um, there's a bunch of other crates for different... Entertainment properties. They got a wrestling crate, anime crate, Harry Potter crate, Halo crate, crates on crates. You know, if you're if, a fan of crates, you get your uh, crate crate. If you're just a it's fan just, of just boxes with nothing in it, just go for it. Just, just yeah, it's sign a, up. You know, uh, if you're a fan of crates, they've got the great great crate. And sometimes you could fold the crates to become other crates. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, video games. Video games. Uh, do we want to do some... Um, uh, Carlos, you were boots on the ground at PSX. Um, we talked about it briefly on the episode that did not come out last week because mm-hmm. of reasons. 
Um, you want to give us a quick rundown of your thoughts and opine from the show? <clears throat> yes, uh, I think this is a. I went only on Saturday uh, because it was the busiest. All the announcements were going up. Uh, the lines to get in were about a two-hour wait. Uh, wow. Yeah, everybody did not decide to pick up their badges early throughout the whole week, so it was a long line. It felt like BlizzCon, uh, although inside. I think this is a great way for Sony to really show consumers what to expect for next year and why they should keep their system. And uh, not only did they do that, but everybody who um, linked their PSN account to their badge, everywhere you went, you were getting scanned. And as you were getting scanned, you were unlocking like new themes, uh, new games. Uh, it was super cool. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but the PlayStation Plus free games that came out this month were really shitty. They were like two games nobody cared about. But Dude, the they've been they... shitty for a while. It seems. Yeah, like. yeah, but but they made up for it at PSX by giving everybody like a ridiculous amount of free games. I think it was like four free games you could download on the PSN store. Uh, plenty of PSN themes. Uh, I got a couple things we can give out to some of our listeners too next week. Uh, Absolutely, some leftovers. So it's pretty cool. Exclusive PSX ones, to be honest, as well. So. Got to check out Windjammers. That was like my that was like my highlight of the whole thing. Windjammers. That was like the only game I was asking for. Windjammers. Uh, yeah, Windjammers is that, that Neo Geo oh. game. Yeah, the, yeah. the kind of disc game. The ne- uh, it was yeah. great. They had the Capcom Cup as well going on. I know Josh would have been down to go check it out. They had a human huge, huge, huge stage uh, for the Capcom Cup, and everybody can just chill there. It was also a place for panels. Uh, they kept it. They kept it really consistent. The lines were no longer than an hour uh, to check out a good majority of games. Uh, some games like Persona Five, though the, the big major ones, uh, took about a two-hour wait. But that, that's because everybody wants to get the PlayStation cards, which are given exclusively if you play like certain demos and stuff. But mm. I got to check out some of the games that I, I thought people there was going to be lines for. I got to check out Sonic Mania. I got to play it like three times in a row. So. Uh, it was great. It was a great experience. I, I highly suggest people, uh, if you skip E3, this is the place to go. Like, if, if more companies did this, I would be all supporting this all the way. But, uh, Sony got the money, so they coughed it up, and I am super impressed. And I'm uh, hoping that next year, like the rumors are saying, that they will be making another one in Los Angeles. But if you guys have no. any questions regarding any games, let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm all here. I'm all here to. So that you guys know what I played, what I liked, what I didn't like. So, let me know. That's your guys' cue to ask me. <laughs> hey, um, we're um, uh, I'm actually seeing some background noise on your mic. So, uh, if you got a fan or a window or something open, uh, My maybe mic? that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's a tiny window open, it, but that's about it. It yeah. was just all of that enthusiasm that he was radiating. Mm, yeah. Um, how was Sonic, just went how was Sonic Mania? Sonic Media uh, was really fun. The guy who's making the music at the moment, his name is T. Lopez. He's from uh, Port- He's from uh, Brazil. Who uh, did some of the... He helped out on Sonic CD that was recently oh, released. Wow. And um, now he's actually helping out to make music for this. So if you guys want to see a, a good example of some of his music, go check out his YouTube page. It's uh, T. Lopez. And he has old school work that he's done, like fan stuff that he's done. It's amazing. He he's done some reworks of Sonic Two, uh, in his style, and uh, it's great. It's fun. I think the level design is great too. It's also the same guys that worked on Sonic HD port, and it's just a fan service game. It's really fun. It's fast. It's a Sonic. It's a 
uh, to me, it feels like a, a a direct sequel to Sonic and Knuckles. Like that's I can forget a, about the awesome. other ones. It's really that's great. Awesome. It, it it moves f- awesome, and and the the fact that you could put a CRTV filter on it, so it gives you that feel on it. Uh, like scan lines. A, yeah, it's great. It's it's a you forget how adjusted your eyes were to that when you were a kid, uh, because now playing HD, your eyes are so used to just clear image. So when you put the CRT filter, it kind of really, it, it, it like, it takes you a little bit, like a while to get adjusted to it. But it's fun. I highly suggest. There it. was um, there was a a trend, and I don't think it's um necessarily so much um as per, uh, prevalent nowadays as they are, you know, maybe five six years ago. But um, external scanline generators that you would like plug your consoles into mm-hmm. um to provide scanlines uh to that would be overlaid on your. Uh, TV. Um, uh, now a lot of the retro consoles have the scanline generator built in. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. So that's definitely uh, really cool. Yeah, I'm um, really jealous of everybody that got to go to PSX. Looked really, really cool. It's really uh, cool. All the indie developers that were showing off their games, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. What was your What was your game of show? Um, man, that's really hard because there was a lot. Although uh, I'll pick one that I wasn't expecting to like. Um, but there's a game coming out from Pocket Watch Games called Tooth and Tail, which is mm-hmm. an RTS game. And let me tell you, from a person who really sucks at RTS, I suck at RTS. I, 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 I'm horrible in Fire Emblem. I'm hor- horrible in Final Fantasy Tastics. I'm just bad at it. Um, but this game is an RTS. It's, it's a meta RTS, but it's so simple in a sense of gameplay. Because you build everything. You're building everything. You're building your army, but you can kind of uh, go... You can move... Your main character can move around, and you can view what the other person's building, and you can build the opposite of that. So you're... It's like back and forth kind of thing. Uh, if you guys get a chance, watch the trailer. The Those guys are really cool. They they actually have a... They, they stream uh, as they're kind of still working on the game. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, it's really good. Uh, check it out. I, I love the artwork. Um, they are known for Monaco uh, that they made a while back. It's another indie game they made. And this game took them about four years to make. But it's really fun. I actually had a, a good time playing RTS. And I didn't feel for once it was punishing. It was more learning as I went. And, and it felt uh, I, I felt um, it felt good, like, actually being able to pull off a good majority of stuff. And I... And I can see it becoming more of a meta game, but they are they're, they're right now. Currently, I think the fans that have early alpha access of it, they're having tournaments at the moment, or so they're at the quarterfinals of this game. So they're building up also kind of a competitive scene for this game as well. So uh, definitely gotcha. keep an eye out for that game. It looks really cool, really, really, really cool. Yeah, they um they had that um, Monaco was a um in a top down pixel art uh, game, uh, kind of in the vein of. Party Night or um, uh, Miami? Oh fuck! What that? What was that shooter game? Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami. It's very in that style, but um, it's like a co-op um, um, thief game. Very very cool. Yeah. Um. So uh, dope. What do we uh, get into the list? Probably the most out of left field thing ever, but it was it was the most egregious um, native advertising moment I have ever seen in my life. Um. Uh. Reggie Fizami was on. Jimmy Fallon's "quote unquote" show. I guess we could call it a show. I mean, it's technically Pretty sure it's mo- a show. It's it's moving pictures in audio uh, on broadcast television show. I guess it's a show. Um, I mean, but, why wouldn't it be? Um, well, I mean, I'm some people call asshole. this a show. 
all oh, this this is a show. <laughs> yeah. Shit those show, pe- but those- show nonetheless. God damn it. Those people are mentally ill if they call this a show. Um so From Amityville. Uh so Reggie was on uh Fallon show and they showed off two products. They showed off Mario Runner, Super Mario Runner, Runner Man, Mario Runner. Um Jumpman. Which Jumpman. There yeah, showed off Jumpman the Runner. And, and boys up uh, to they show they showed off the Twitch, um, running the Twitch, the Switch. God fucking damn it, there's so many itches in here. Um itches get stitches. R. Kelly. Um so what did you guys think? What, uh, well, first off, um, what did you think of Super Mario Runner, Man, Jumpman Runner, the game featuring Jumpman? What did you think of that? Um, and then what did you think of um, the whole, you know, them showing the Switch off and um, its reaction from the audience? Who wants to take it for, who wants to take it for swing? Should I go uh, first? I don't care about Mario Run, so I can't say anything about it. I... I feel like that. Sorry, I thought I you, go ahead. No, no, Josh. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I was done. I thought I heard a sentence finish and I jumped in and I was incorrect. Um, <laughs> just watching that Jimmy Fallon video, I thought it was so funny because he he was just freaking out. Uh, you know, first at Mario Run, which looks like a. I'll talk more about that later, but it, it looks super fun. I'm looking forward to picking it up next week. Uh, of course, the game comes out on the fifteenth. But just seeing, like, he was just having so much fun and seeing how excited he got when, you know, he saw, you know, Miyamoto and Bill Trinan and stuff were in the audience. And then just, like, I mean, he was freaking out when Mario Run came on, but then, like, when they showed off the uh, Nintendo Switch and he just really started freaking out and, you know, being basically the first non-Nintendo person to publicly be able to play the Nintendo Switch is pretty freaking neat. And uh, I thought it was a hilarious segment just based on how excited he was and... Um, I don't know. I, I'm really excited for, you know, Nintendo's always kind of been this wild card in the gaming industry and some things pay off like the Wii and some things don't so much like the Wii U. But I think that, you know, without going down this path, things like the Nintendo Switch, which is one of the, you know, the the PS2 to the PS3 to the PS4 and the Xbox 360 to the Xbox One, you know, they're all the same thing, but in a different box with better graphics and nothing changes ever and nintendo Hell, at this cut. point the xbox one and ps4 are the same machine exactly exactly and you know and, and they're all just bad pcs mass race <laughs> exactly exactly and nintendo just plays their own game and they're this interesting wild card and i'm they i just feel like they've been on this upswing for some time now and uh you know in term not in terms of sales but in terms of popularity you know people are freaking out about mario run they had a huge resurgence in pokemon interest with pokemon go and then pokemon sun and moon became you know the fastest selling nintendo or nintendo game in north america of all time like uh i don't know i'm just excited to see what comes down the pipeline in the next little while i am um um, oh go ahead oh no Uh, i was just gonna say um i'm i'm like i'm not too excited for mario run but I feel that for the iPhone users who are not particularly playing console games, it's almost a gateway for them to consider the Switch in a sense because uh, mobile games, you can add any ad if you want. In-game ads are such a... It's a thing, you know? So I wouldn't be surprised if whenever you open Mario Run, those people are going to see an ad for Nintendo Switch. They're going to be like, well, if you want more lives, watch this Nintendo Switch commercial for free. And that's going to be a good push for them. 
although my concerns for this and don't get me wrong uh i feel like the jimmy fallon thing was such a who cares shit because uh your people that you're marketing this are not watching jimmy fucking fallon at 11 30 at night nobody is and the thing is is that 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 shouldn't have even happened uh the smart way i, I would have thought they would have done it is actually reveal it and have i don't know who gives a shit like youtube stars fucking play i don't care but have it so that people can rewatch it over and over and over and not a fucking show i have to go ahead and dvr it and or watch some youtube clip on it you know it's, it's almost like uh kind of like oh well it's not for you guys anymore kind of sense to me but i i i feel that at some point though it's like you're hyping the system that's gonna sell out and it's gonna be just exactly how the wii and the wii u and the 3ds it's like a cycle all over again it's gonna be the nes mini all over again it's like you're gonna hype all these people to purchase a system that's not even out yet that they haven't even made they were gonna put leak out even more information until january but now decided to pull back and through like a whatever demo of zelda and now people are gonna regret it once march comes around and everything sold out completely and they're gonna have shorts they're not gonna have any systems for like another five months until we see it again that is the nintendo way yeah yeah and I, I feel like I feel like on in terms of the debuting it on something like this, I feel like I don't know if I agree. Yes, it's a you know a family console and a family game, and it's premiering at eleven thirty at night. But like, do people? I don't know a lot of people that actually just sit down at eleven thirty and watch the Tonight Show. But I know so many people that watch the stuff on YouTube. And for instance, mm-hmm. that you know the Nintendo Switch debut on YouTube already has like one point two million views, and it was posted like late last night. And it's so currently a lot of people yeah. number, are watching this. It's currently number nine on YouTube's trending. Yeah, that's See, what my... I wanted to mention too. Is that like just because it was on Jimmy Fallon doesn't mean that it wasn't like all over the place the next day. Like I never watched that show, and I think I saw that video pop up on my social media like three times. Like as soon as I woke up the next day, like it was insane how fast that spread. But yeah. either way, I still don't think. I think it was a, it could be a good idea because Nintendo has always been a company that hasn't really targeted gamers specifically. They're trying to target the widest audience possible. Did you say the whitest or widest? <laughs> widest. But I guess with the Jimmy Fallon show, it's probably both. The same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Yes. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Nintendo's products are always so experimental that it it's like, you know, with the Wii U, the marketing was a disaster, of course, but... Mm-hmm. And it's that's, gonna and really. That's, um. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, finish. I was gonna say. I feel like this should actually be a step in the right direction because they're getting it out there. They're showing people what the difference is between the Switch and what they've done in the past. It's not like where everyone thought the Wii U was a fucking controller for the Wii for like most of its lifespan. There you go. Yeah. Totally. And that's and that's why uh, this was this was native advertising by by the numbers. This was a paid promotion by Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck Guarantee yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah. Those PR and, people, they know what's up. Yeah, yes. And they uh, they probably were told that they could only buy a minimum of this time, so like, fuck, what else are we going to show? Uh, Jumpman Runners starring Mario and Toad. Let's start out with that, and then oh, here's the Switch, because they didn't have enough time, you know, they couldn't stretch the Switch. Yeah. Um, but I feel like putting it on something as ubiquitous as The Tonight Show and showing off, hey, Here's the Switch. Here's its big cool thing that it can do. It can be a tablet or it can be a console. Even though 
us that are in the milieu that are that are like, wow, why would the fuck would this be on Jimmy Fallon? We have to bear in mind that most of the people that are going to be buying it this season are going to be, you know, bored, you know, suburbanite house moms with a Xanax problem saying like, okay, when's where's the next Mario and Pokemon thing? So mm. th- this was a very smart push by Nintendo. Um, I still hate Jimmy Fallon. Um, I hate, I don't really hate anybody. I just severely dislike him. Um, but, uh, the uh, Twitch user, the ACZ, uh, has a good point, though, that the Zelda game looked way better on the Switch than it did on the Wii U. Oh, yeah. Um, for the little bit that, that I saw, it, it looked way better. Way, way better. And I wish I wished I could have been the selling point in when they when they announced the Zelda game, Breath of the Wild, because, man, the Wii U, it's running on, it's fucking rough. Like, oof. But I now seen uh, on the Switch, it's almost convincing. I'm like, all right, this game's gonna wait. I'm gonna just not yeah. pick it up on the Wii U and just pick it up on the Switch. There's no fucking point. Oh and no, then, this is a Twilight Princess scenario all over. Yeah, again. yeah, all over again. So I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just optimist, optimistic about it. So I'm just gonna keep my mind open. But I'm not falling for this shit again. I'm good. So yeah, props anytime. Uh, let's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Gravity Rush to DLC. Um, <gasps> let's. I I need a complete like. I'm a, a brand new noob user. Uh, I I've played Gravity Rush Run, but what kind of content are we getting in this DLC? Why is it Ooh. awesome that it's free? Um, and tell me why I should be excited. Ooh, it's you awesome that's free because it doesn't cost money. Yeah. First of all, and it's a prequel to Gravity Rush, so it's. Talking about Raven, how she actually fell into the kind of abyss of the world that she was in, that she was found. That's so Raven. It, yeah, it's so it's so Raven. But uh, yeah, it's a DLC. It's gonna be for free. It's coming out in March. Uh, it's gonna coincide with the release of Gravity Rush Two. Of course, it's coming out next year, which I'm super excited about. I know. Uh, I know Josh is as well because that's our waifu. Kitty's our waifu. She's always be our waifu. But. Yeah, so it's free DLC, and they're adding f- other free DLC as well. Um, what they didn't make it on this is that they're adding uh, new DLC costumes as well. So that's going to be free as well. And yeah, it's going to be so worth it to kind of see where it leads up to Gravity Rush 2. Kind of makes sense of why she appeared in Part 1, in a sense, for you, Shane. So you can kind of put it together why she yeah, even tried to fight Yeah, because in Part 1, she was there, Kat she was the there first. Yeah, she was there first. So you get to see what... what, what what happened and why she fell down there, why she knows all those kids. Cause in part one, it doesn't really explain so much. And I think that that was the, the, the missing plot of, of gravity rush. It was like so many questions and, uh, we're going to get a, a good couple of answers for gravity rush too, especially for this DLC. Bro, is gravity rush two not out yet? Uh, no, it was supposed to come no. out this month, but got delayed until March next year. No, February next year. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause I also, thought it was, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be out. And then question, Carlos, because I haven't looked too much into this yet. Uh, do you mm. need Gravity Rush 2 to be able to play this, or is it attached to Gravity One Rush Remaster, or is it just a no, standalone? No, you'll, you'll need a copy of Gravity Rush 2, unfortunately, okay. to add this DLC. So you'll you'll need that for sure. All right, Very nice. cool. Very cool. Um, I um I, I I love the art style for for this game. I, I know nothing about the the lore, but uh, it's always neither it's do always... we, and we played it. Yep. No, well, all right. <laughs> um, just, just expect better graphics for sure. Hands down. Just expect absolutely. more. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, to, to piggyback off of the free DLC, um, we got a trailer for Battlefield One's um, Shadows of the Giant free DLC map. Um, uh, there's a uh, well, there's a new map coming out. It's called the Giant Shadow, 
uh, and it is a map, and it is free, uh, and that's all you really need to know. Uh, Premium Pass owners get it on the 13th, and it goes live to everybody on the 20th. Um, The uh, trailer that went out looks pretty dope, and it's also featuring some new weapons, um, a impact grenade crossbow um, that is pretty cool, which is based off of real a real grenade crossbow that they used in World War One, uh, which was pretty uh, pretty dope. So I'm all about free DLC. I feel like free D- uh, everyone's following the Titanfall Two model and s- dishing out some sick free DLC. Sick. Now, the, but the most important question is: Are the guns authentic? Yes, they are. No, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, they are. They are. The authentic guns um, are are very authentic. Um, yeah, it's, good. I've, That's good to know. Yeah, I've I've gotten I've gotten uh, I've gotten a lot of shit. <sighs> I just, I, you know, okay, you know what? I, I I grew up like a fat white guy, you know, in a very conservative area with with a History Channel on all the time. So guns are neat. All right. So not much has changed. No, no, absolutely not. Um, so Pokemon Go went from a uh, healthy, uh, you know, alternative to gaming to put uh, to highly suggesting people drink 700 calorie beverages from Starbucks. Uh, the Starbucks, the rumored Starbucks Pokemon Go event, was confirmed uh, officially official and went live today, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific. Um, if anybody isn't aware, Pokemon Go is a game where you go and get Pokemon. But um, and, and we use game loosely. Yeah, yeah, game very, <laughs> very loosely. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so seventy-eight hundred Starbucks across the United States. Sorry, Scandinavia and Mexico um, and everywhere else, Europe. We don't care. Uh, got turned into Pokestops, and um, if you. Swipe on the, the the Pokestop picture is actually this new Frappuccino, the Pokemon Go Frappuccino, um, that you can go then go into the store, get them to Pokemon Go to the <laughs> go polls, to the store. <laughs> go to the store, uh, and you get yourselves a fancy new um, uh, Pokefrap, a little uh, Poke Pokefap Frappuccino, you know, Frappuccio, made um, with real Jigglypuff juices. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually I wrote up the press release while in a Starbucks this morning. Um, and, uh, I fired up Pokemon Go and my Starbucks was, the Starbucks I was in was not one of the ones that you could be in. That you um, could Pokemon Go to? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think it's neat. I mean, I don't know. The, according to some, uh, according to some, uh, insider information from, uh, the Starbucks milieu, it's basically just a cotton candy frappuccino with berry, freeze dried berries added to it. So it's not really super original, or it doesn't you know, really have that much to do with Pokemon. No, absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. Like, I guess since there's berries in it. Yeah. There you go. True. True. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm. I would like to see more promotions like this in the game, but make it a little bit more genuine because this just felt like like, hey, Starbucks, what's a drink that doesn't sell that often? Oh, the fucking cotton candy <laughs> frappuccino. Well, we need. We need. A, we need to like. We need to sell some of those pumps. Got to get those extra pumps in. <laughs> and then they were saying that next week they it might reveal the Generation Two Pokemon also. Yes, to uh, coincide actually, with the event. We actually had a lot of fucking Pokemon news and Pokemon Go news. Um, dish is, dish about that, Josh. No, it, they haven't mentioned anything specific yet, but it was tied into the Starbucks event 
and they essentially posted a a cryptic message saying oh on I think it was December 12th uh, make sure to check back and head to your local Starbucks we have announcements on new on new features coming to the game and all of the leaked information uh, before the event actually started with the Starbucks drinks and everything suggested that they were going to um, release the generation 2 gold and silver Pokemon in the game which I remember a few, um, back in the summer they said they were trying to aim for December to have the first big Pokemon expansion so that would coincide with it and I'm looking forward to that quite a bit because I ran out of things to do in the game forever ago and uh, generation 2 is one of my favorite ones so yeah yeah so I'm pretty excited to be able to like catch my like Sentrit and Totodile and all those mysterious I just want my Cyndaquil yo Cyndaquil is cute as fuck not to mention not to mention fucking Quillfish because back when I first caught all the Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl that was like the only Pokemon I was missing and I had never seen it either so it was a blank space and I was like what the fuck is that thing what could I be missing and that's like now I'll never forget it because it's the one Pokemon out of like 483 that I forgot existed (laughs) quick quick rapid fire question what's your favorite Pokemon Josh Darmie Carlos uh man that's hard dude you're giving me a hard one Derek I got Articuno 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 Derek I mean I have more than one but Starmie is the first one that popped in my head so uh I don't know Houndoom chat room chat room what's your favorite Pokemon Lucario uh, uh, Porygon Z mine is Lotad Shuckle I always really like the owl guy the owl guy Noctowl Hoot Hoot Mm. Hoot hoot. Who's the one? Yeah. He was, I just thought he was super cute. Is it, is it really called Hoot Hoot? Yep. Yeah. Him? Oh. Dope. Oh, Pokemon Jade? Wait, is that a thing? Oh, no, I'm going down the rat hole. Fan. Um, yeah. But it looks like um, um, that uh, the update was uh, data mined, and um, it looks like um, there's uh, sound files as well as genders and shinies um, are going to be added to the buddy system for up to a hundred uh, new Pokemon. Um, and we're going to be able to get costumes for the avatar and the Pokemon. Sponsored um, costumes. But they're going to be sponsored, sponsored costumes. costumes. Yeah. So you can wear a McDonald's Sponsored jacket. costumes is better than no costumes. I want my it's Arby's a- thong. It's interesting, yeah. though, that they're saying there's going to be a hundred. beef and cheddar on the line. It's interesting they're saying that there's going to be 100 new Pokemon in that data mine because Generation 2 only had 100 Pokemon, and that includes all the legendaries and stuff. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? Um, well, I mean, I, I don't know that it means anything because the info for the legendary birds from the first gen is there, and they haven't publicly done anything with that. So the fact that the data could be in there I don't think means anything really. Yeah, I think I'm thinking too more along the lines of as far as I know, the data mines never showed anything for Mew, which has always been like mm. an outlier for the like the original 100, 151. So if they're adding a hundred new new ones, that would include Mew and Celebi, which would be along the same lines. I feel like it's but crazy then, we haven't. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say then again, like you said, we still haven't seen the birds in an official capacity. So who knows when that's gonna happen? I feel like it's crazy that we haven't. Like I remember waiting in line for Hall H at Comic Con this year, and you know there was so many rampant rumors that something would be dropped there, and then 
just seeing the like 6,000 people like disappointedly walk out of Hall H when he's like, yeah, no, we're not there yet. And now <laughs> it's so many months later and they still haven't even talked about it. What yeah. what what I loved about that was because uh, I was outside of Hall H on the sidewalk and security was coming out and each security guard was giving us different answers of what was oh, going yeah. on. And one guy's like, yo, they're going to be dropping the Pokemon in like 30 minutes. <laughs> And then the guy be like, Pokemon, you got to be inside to get it. It's not going to, you can't reach it out here. And then the guy's like, yo, if you go over there, the Pokemon's going to be over there. I'm like, these people don't know shit. <laughs> and then like, I walked, I walked inside and there was some chick on the phone with like, like, you tell him to tell the crowd that there's going to be no Pokemon. They're running around, security's getting mad at us. And I was like, I was like, oh shit. All right. So, <laughs> you know, Pokemon going to be around the corner, you know. Pokemon gonna be in the closet. Pokemon's Maybe next year closet. at Hall H they'll debut it. Yep. Right. At this oh. rate. I don't I just I I I have I have reoccurring stress dreams and I have a reoccurring Comic Con stress dream where it's just like This Comic Con was stressful as fuck. Yeah, what and so whenever like I was like, Oh, you're for Comic Con next year? I'm like, No, I don't wanna go. It was just like <laughs> like I didn't like it was the 90 degrees with a thousand percent humidity is it was just this comic-con sucked i want to go i want to go to i want to do something else we should we should we should start around comic-con with air conditioners <laughs> <laughs> air conditioner con there's there's hold on hi. i'm pretty air, sure there has to be one there's got to be a world convention there's got to be like a um home air expo 2017 air conditioning <laughs> heating refrigeration exposition um, Can we everyone have trouble getting a hotel for that? No. Damn. <laughs> ex- no. Ex- experience the future of HVACR. Oh. <laughs> the 2017 AHR Expo, um, January 30th, 31st, and February 1st in Las Vegas. Oof. Oh, see the latest technology from 2,000 exhibitors. Whoa! This is a fan that also sprays out mists of air, and it's a light fixture. Wow. View of the 2017 <laughs> innovators pioneering the technology. What are we? Remember, Man. this is a podcast about video games. We're, we're t- yeah, I was going to say, we're talking more about air conditioning than we have ever talked about games. That's why we're the number one video game podcast on the <laughs> Geekscape network. We're marking territories. We're making guys' stocks we're expanding are up. The- we're, we're, we're going everywhere. By the yeah. way, this. Uh, Geekscape Games episodes brought to you by Toyoshima AC conditioners. <laughs> Get yours today. Pre-order if you guys want. Check your Fuck nearest game store. <laughs> I mean, Fuck if anything, it. we could comfortably say that the Geekscape Games podcast is the only gaming podcast where you can find out everything you need to know about the air conditioning convention. <laughs> Definitely. And that's, hey, that's and hey, hey, registration is free through <gasps> January 25th. Then no. it's thirty dollars. Come on, let's Fucking do it. Let's way. go. Let's, Go to Vegas. Go to the AHR. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, Shane. I don't believe you one fucking bit. You're getting, you're getting, you're getting me all riled up here. I want, dude. Get you, uh, you riled up and get you chilled. Dude, I want to chill. I'm gonna take my 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 picnic chair and just chill all day, dude. We we could sit there with, you know, we'll have our no, we won't have our Nintendo Switches. Hey, we watch Netflix on our Switches, Netflix and chill. Um, fuck. You know, I I I feel like we should take Derek. Have you ever been to Vegas? No. I I feel like we should. And I'm not going with you. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 Derek. Just don't. don't, go, don't go <laughs> I'm not um, opening that door. Uh, um, is it a closet door? 
Uh, <laughs> speaking of chill, um, penguins are chill. Uh, and we're getting a penguin in Pokemon, Poke, Pokemon, Pokemon tournament. That was a um, great segue, by the way. I just want to give you absolutely. a fucking kiss, dude. Serious shit. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so we're getting. When you said chill penguin, I thought you were gonna segue into like Mega Man X in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom or something. Oh <laughs> well, I mean, good. thanks for ruining my next segue, Josh. You weren't gonna mention chill penguin again. You fucked it up. <sighs> but I can blame you and make it seem like you fucked up my segue that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You, you always need to have the backup plan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pokemon tournament. Uh, we're getting um, uh, Empoleon. Is that how you say it? Yes. Em, em, emperte. How do you Duter- say it? How do you? Duterte. Du, du, Duterte. Um, so yeah. Uh, how is how is the DLC going for Pokemon? Is it? Is, it's is only it... in Japan right now. It's and only it's only in, in arcades. Yes, it's only in arcades. And so only in, in other Japan. words, it's. Yeah, so in other words, it's completely irrelevant to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the sake of discussion, it's this Ooh, game is following this really weird pa- Yeah. <laughs> this game's following a really weird pattern where it's like I'm gl- like, you know, I'm not going to complain about free DLC for arcades. That, that's mm-hmm. cool for the people who can play it, but it also seems a bit half-assed because all of the new characters that have been added to it were already in the game as support characters. Mm. So it's like they're just reusing the models and adding a you know adding a yeah. new animation now, and stuff to it. Now, which I is feel, especially oh sorry, uh-huh. go ahead. No, I was just gonna say oh. on top of that that I feel that like these new characters are gonna be added to this Pokemon remake that's gonna be on the Switch. I'm quite sure that is. I'm calling it out. I'm calling it Pokemon on the on the Switch with all the DLC characters that are in Japan with a I better be online surprised. system. Yeah, because the, the yeah. rumor about Smash Brothers saying yeah. that Smash Brothers is going to yeah. be re-released on the Switch with at least two new characters that were Jeez, not dude. on the DLC. But, yeah, I mean, I could see that. It's just frustrating, though, because Pokémon's roster was already missing quite a few Pokémon that I thought were no-brainers for a fighting game. And now they're adding all these characters, and not only are those still not getting in, but the ones that are getting in were all already in the game. Mm-hmm. To, uh, within a certain capacity so it's not even like you have the excitement of seeing a brand new character join the roster because even though you couldn't play as them you were still able to see them and have them trigger like maybe one attack before leaving the field or whatever it is so yeah. you don't even have that you know that newness to it yep yep um what um um what what pokemon do you want to see added to the roster that aren't currently well hitmonchan and hitmonleaf for starters um there's no bug types, and what's his name? Uh, Heracross is like a bug fighting type that's been popular for a very long time. But mm. the one that the one that comes to mind came to came to mind instantly when the game was announced, and he's not in it is Halucha, mm-hmm. like that luchador bird from uh, X yeah. and Y. And yet, there's two Pikachu's in the game, one of which is the fucking luchador Pikachu. What um, now? Did uh, is uh, is Blaziken in the game? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, all right. I think Blaziken um, and Lucario were the first two revealed. Um, let's hear. I got to get out of the uh, home, uh, the AHR Innovation Awards page for the HVACR professionals. Um, oh, let's let's do that. Let's get let's get let's get a Geekscape group at the HVAC World Convention. Here we go. Um, let's um. Uh, lightning round for the rest of our news um overwatch holiday event starts december 13th do we have yes, any details yes. 
other than that fancy little uh, animated GIF we get? Uh, so far, I don't think no one's data mined it yet. Uh, but there seems to be new voice lines and possible new skins for sure. Uh, but they don't Can know. Can we get if... some new May skins? I want some new May skins. I want some new. I want Mercy as Miss Santa Claus. Just saying. Oh, just put it Mercy out there. Mercy already got a skin. I don't care. Give her another one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Dude, we need. Uh, we need like Diva hasn't gotten shit from these special events except for the stupid Korean flag mech. She could just fucking have her shit look like Ava One. I don't give a shit, dude. I don't know. That would be lit. No, yeah, I would fucking get that. I mean, that, I, her, I don't, even, I don't even like Asuka Evangelion, suit. but that would be lit. Oh, come on. Give what her, happened to Derek? Know, Is Derek suits? still here? Yeah, I just have no idea what you guys are talking about. Play Overwatch <laughs> with me, Derek. I have yeah. it. I just haven't played it yet. Dude, but I have uh, it for Xbox. Right oh, Josh, can we play after this? Yeah, let's play after this. Okay, cool. Adam Adam Lemois, Lemus has it on the Xbox, our own the ACZ. So, yeah, there you go. So me and Carlos can play on PlayStation, and then Derek and Adam can play on <laughs> there Xbox. There you go. We're good. And then me, and then and then me and Courtney will play on PlayStation, and we can all chat together t- on Skype. Ha- Why don't you play with us on PlayStation? Then you, yeah, asshole? dude. The hell. Sorry, sorry. I meant PC. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, fire off with the Will Ferrell's gonna start an esports comedy <laughs> movie. That's gonna be horrendous. We all know that. They already, s- already set a pretty high standard with pixels, so I don't know if they can break that. Oh, yeah. they're gonna make it even better. Don't worry. Uh, um, also, do you want me to follow it up, Shane? Do you want me to follow it up? I was gonna say we're getting uh, Paul Rap of the Rapper <gasps> um, yes. uh, on mobile as as well. That that sick HD remake that's gonna be coming out that we saw. Really is that really HD fun. remake going to include all the games or just Prappa 1? Because I want to know whether or not this game's going to take me 15 minutes to finish or an hour. <laughs> 15 minutes to finish, hands down. Uh, so far, they've only said 15 one, minutes to finish, that's the story of my life. So, so far, so far he's only been announced that for one. one. Uh, um, better man although, I, I do have right, one gripe. I need a two-minute warning. I have, I have one gripe. Like we're walking all over Carlos trying to live. I know, what the fuck, man? This. I'm trying to explain this shit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just talking about my like orgasm prevalence over Jesus. here. Jesus. All right. Pepper Rapper 1, I don't know. So far, they've been really quiet about <laughs> they're going to bring part two along with this one. I don't know. Uh, but the one thing that I that I was kind of a little confused is that the gameplay's been made into HD, but the video cutscenes have not. They're Ooh, still God of War. They're still in their old PlayStation fucking old school like the old FMV shit yes the old FMV shit so uh, that hasn't changed that is still there in its original format because then uh, it goes from an HD screen to maybe like a CRTV screen <laughs> and it shows all the <laughs> gameplay footage of it and it's pretty horrendous but hey that's how it is so let's okay. go Here, yeah. here's the thing here's the thing Prappa 1's a good game even though it's like 15 minutes long Prappa mm-hmm. 2 is it actually ass, 15 so minutes long if you know what you're doing, I mean, if you know how to beat the songs, basically. But even the very first time I played it, I think I finished it in an hour. Man, you gotta but, believe. Yeah, right. You gotta believe. But no, I was gonna say like Prappa Two sucks ass. So I don't give a shit. But dude, Lammy needs to be in this in this package, or it's not uh, worth it. Yeah. Well, Lammy I mean, the good thing is that game. the good thing is that now you can play it on your on, on your on your way to school or anything is gonna be dropped on the mobile on the mobile devices soon so that and hot shots golf and i think if i'm not and the mistaken, crash thing too right yeah yep so you're gonna see some of those games be uh imported to the phone and it'll probably be uh, stupid expensive yeah. um i uh i just want to say uh there is a uh 
expansive worlds and avalanche studios are putting out a new game called the hunter call of the wild and um it looks absolutely gorgeous it's like a modern day deer hunter um hmm. it it looks really dope check out the trailer for it um man no one's gonna play that redneck shit no no but it's it's like eastern european hunter stuff right so i'm gonna play that what, what the, what's the european equivalent of a redneck uh, uh slav you know like polish people latvia and american <laughs> the, redneck version of the reptilians <laughs> reptile whoever what, whoever scorpion? voted for brexit there you go. Bogans? The, Bogans them, are us. Them Brexit boys. <laughs> them zoo boys. Shouts out to them zoo boys. Uh, Derek, what have you been playing this last week? Uh, since my last time I've been on, I've actually played a bunch of stuff. Um, first up, I had no idea. I hadn't really been following Resident Evil 7 since the last couple games were not very good. Uh, Resident Evil 7 seems super cool, and it's like super scary, and I played the demo, and it freaked the hell out of me, and it made me really want to buy a PlayStation VR. Um, demos free on PSN. Uh, just updated too. They're, just they're updated. Adding, I think it's hitting. It. I think it's hitting Xbox One and PC on like the ninth or tenth. Um, but if you have like, again, I've just been ignoring the series since like Resident Evil Five, and there's a good the, time the, to start ignoring it. <laughs> uh, and you know, Shane and I played the kitchen demo back at Comic Con, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And then it just kind of fell off my radar again. And then it wasn't until like recently that you know, I, I oh, it was actually I wa- I was watching the PSX uh, keynote and seeing the trailer, and I was like, "Holy shit, this looks really cool!" Fuck, love it. I cannot wait to pick it up, and it's going to be really hard to not get a PSVR at the same time that I purchased that. Uh, aside from that. I don't know. I've been playing a bunch of old stuff. I started so the and this is something that came up like a year ago on the podcast. I've never played through the Halo games, um, and I got the Master Chief Collection back when I first got on Xbox One forever ago. Um, my fiance and I have slowly started playing through it. She's still struggling with some controls, first person controls, and stuff like that. But um, it's to the point where I think we're two missions away from finishing the first game now. So uh, that's pretty cool, and I. I'm excited to move on with that, dude. Um, let me know. Let me know if you want to jump on that because I think you could play four up to four player co op, and you can mix it, mix split screen with online. Okay, can you? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Because yeah, I, no. I, I need to finish. Like we need to finish it too, and it makes Be- it so much easier. On, like if you try to do a legendary run where you can just have the fourth one of the players just stand really far away, so that when someone dies, they'll just respawn yeah. where they're at. We're just kind of we're playing through on normal right now, just because she it's like her first shooter ever, and uh, still is struggling with you know using two sticks at once um, to control the movement and camera. So, um, but she's 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 getting consistently better, so that's pretty cool. Um, and actually, the one of the main reasons she's getting better is we've both been playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online, um, which I remember Ooh. trying like the first week that it hit OS ten. I bought like I think there was a free trial so I tried it and it sucked and I hated it and it, I, I was like why did I spend so much time downloading this uh, but they had a free weekend on Xbox One um, the weekend before last and yeah, it, I, the game has changed so much since the last time I played it and I legitimately could not put it down and this was at a point where I was pretty much 
whenever I had time to play a game, it, I was just playing Skyrim, and I haven't played Skyrim since, because if it's like, should I play Elder Scrolls Online, or should I continue with Skyrim, I'm just playing Elder Scrolls Online, it's super fun, um, I love the whole, you know, now that's the Tamriel Unlimited, where you, there is a premium subscription, but once you purchase the game, you basically, you know, there's like hundreds of hours of content in there, and because of the free it was on sale after the free weekend so i think it cost us like 12 canadian dollars which is like one american dollar so <laughs> yeah no we've both been playing it and because the, the because the combat is a little bit slower and you know it, it, it's it's good for mmo combat but it's very different from that of a shooter but she's playing in first or third person and because it's a little bit slower it's giving uh her a much better grip on the controls which seems to be translating well into other first person games so that's been really cool um we've also been have you guys heard of overcooked no what is that overcooked is this i think it's out on playstation 4 and xbox it just released about i think it released at the in the middle of november it's this hilarious super fun addicting couch co-op game basically you're all you're all like chefs um and you're tasked with like it's got this weird story where you have to go back in time and learn how to like cooperate so you can save the world because there's this like meatball that's angry and stuff like that but uh it's like this puzzle game um you know you're all working together to build recipes and stuff is happening and you have to do uh, it's really hard to explain but at one point like 10 minutes in i was laughing so hard that i had to pause it because i was just like useless um it's it's really really cool it sounds like sounds like me useless and it's it's got some really cool like we played it it's got four player uh local multiplayer but one cool aspect of it as well is the controls are quite simple like you use essentially an analog stick and two buttons so you can actually play four players even if you only have two controllers and oh. basic yeah so each player basically uses half of one of the controllers um so yeah we oh, um fucking um uh, I've seen Funhouse play this on their channel okay I don't know what that is but uh yeah it's super it's hilarious and and actually it was on sale for about 14 canadian dollars and then just the other day they released a free holiday update that added like another eight levels um so it seems to be getting good support but it's super fun local multiplayer game which is something that i'm always looking for because uh you don't see enough local multiplayer these days the last thing i played sorry i'm rambling on but uh had a chance to go and check out super mario run today um Basically, uh, every Apple store across the world uh, has a demo on their demo iOS devices now. So you can play through the first three levels and then a little bit of the first castle. Uh, And they're really pushing it hard. Like all of the employees in the store as well, they're wearing like Mario pins, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, But it's really fun, actually. I it was almost tough t- it, it's tough at first to because it uses some a few different mechanics like if, i don't know if you guys have watched the trailer for the game but mario will kind of automatically vault over goombas and stuff like that and so it's at the very offset of the game it's tough to remember that because you're so used to having to jump over them or die basically um but after a few minutes you, it's it's pretty smooth and it's simple and it's fun and and you know there was like people in the store that were literally like competing like like playing the same level at the same time to see who could get the highest coins and it's got some cool stuff too like through the level selector when you tap on a level 
before you hit like play level or whatever the first thing you see is like here are your friend scores in this level so you can kind of get competitive with that which is something that i like doing with mobile games uh didn't really check out the other modes in it at all but it seems i i don't know i'm really excited to pick it up it looked really smooth you, it, you say you say, you, you say you're competitive with mobile games but you've yet to beat my grinder high score uh i mean from what i hear you're a legend so it's something that i don't even want to attempt <laughs> Yeah. So, so you're basically saying that this game is gonna get you to Mario Run to the store? God well, no, you don't have to. You, you, you don't actually have to run anywhere because it's uh, you know, you can just download it. Yeah. But- so, so Derek, Derek, uh, there was um, oh, probably one of the funniest gaffes of Hillary Clinton's campaign was she oh, was the Pokemon some- Go to the polls. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I get it now. Anyways, the game is really fun. It's more fun than I expect it to be, and it feels super polished. Um, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to picking it up next Friday, basically. Carlos? Uh, I put some hours into Let It Die yesterday, so about like um, four hours in. Uh, I got to play a little bit at PSX, and then I, I went home directly and started playing the shit out of it. Um it is interesting because Suda 51 is notorious for either horrible Suda. controllers or confusing controllers, and this game does not disappoint. It has a lot of confusion controllers in it. It is very, very convoluted with so much shit in it that's like, I understand his cool factor of it, you know, trying to add all this stuff, but think of it as Dark Souls mixed with a little bit of No More Heroes and you get Let It Die and with No More Heroes shitty controls. That is <laughs> Let It Die. And it um, is not it it's it's fun for about an hour to clock in. And then after that you're like really? eh, I'll hop off for a little bit. It does like I'm saying, it's it's Suda fifty one. He's notorious for pumping so much like cool shit in it but then when you play you're like oh man this is kind of dull but of course this is a free to play game so I can't bitch about it too much but uh, what we talked about with, with the producer he said he mentioned that he was gonna consider adding more into the game than what it is for now so they're gonna add more levels and all this other stuff so that's the thing and then um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Overwatch <laughs> I've been too hooked on it, so I really need to lay off for a minute. But I might not because uh, Josh. Cause you're playing play with there. me after this. Yeah, we're playing. I can't quit you. I can't quit you, Josh. Uh, been also been playing Ruby. I'm finishing that up because I don't want to play Sun or Moon until I finish all my Pokemon games, and that's gonna take Dude, about did a year. Did you li- Did you get a chance to listen to the podcast? Oh wait, that's no, a spoiler. It's full of spoilers. That's yeah. Not a I, good I'm, idea, I'm, but... I'm I'm avoiding everything like crazy. Yeah. I'm just okay. Trying good. to avoid everything. Pikachu uh, is Jason also, Todd. <laughs> I was gonna say Ruby. <laughs> Ruby is like to me at least. I thought Ruby was really really good, and it spoiled Sun and Moon for me a little bit. <laughs> uh, also started playing Wolfenstein. Uh, Old Blood, I think it's called. It's uh, it's cool for a little bit, and then then I was like, I paid two bucks for it, so I'm gonna stop playing now. So I'm <laughs> off of that one. I, I'm done with that game. But I've been playing Shantae. Uh, I recently bought Limited Run Games Shantae collection, and I'm reliving the Shantae because I guess what, guys? I got Shantae's one and a half genie code today, so I'm gonna install Ooh. that baby, and I'm gonna play some uh, play that play that, and give you guys a report next week. 
Um, I'm I'm I have Reddit Die installed. I'm looking forward to playing it because I just I have a huge soft spot to um, me too, me too. Grasshopper and Pseudo Fifty One. I'm telling you, you're gonna go through and be like, I understand what Cardos is saying now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. If there was a game that needed to be remade, it's Killer Seven, dude. That game was great. Oh, oh, they need to finish on. the comic books. They, they, they were supposed to be seven comic book episode, uh, issues, and they only made three. They need to finish that. No, they need to make um, a second. I'm sure part. they're working hard on it as we speak. <laughs> I, I, I've always wanted a second, a second, uh, a second part two to Shadow of the Dam, which a lot of people slept on it, and it's still considered one of my favorite games. Like to just play and sit down and chill. So shout out to those that um, did play it, and unshout outs to those that haven't played it. So I saw this like clip from it um, where uh, the, there's that girl who's um, in the. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess the lobby, and she's like mm-hmm. texting her boyfriend. Um, do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah that that scene was like so fucking funny. I just, yeah. I was like, and yeah, it's a good so. game, dude. It's a good game. I mean, it's Suda Fifty One and the producer and creator of Resident Evil Four, so it's like, it's good for what little budget EA gave them. So try it out. Everybody should should really give that game a shot. Um. Yeah. Uh. Jeff, we've been playing. Not a whole lot because of finals, but I've played things here and there for the time I've been off the show, so I'm just going to sprinkle that in. Most of all, I really want to talk about how amazing Titanfall 2 is. It's like it's a real shame that it's apparently not selling very well. But, yeah, the campaign is probably one of the best FPS campaigns I've played in a really long time. And there's this one part in particular. Has anyone played it on? Has anyone played it on here right now? Uh, I played. Uh, I, I played Titanfall two about a year ago. So n- now I can talk about it. But a year ago, uh, my friend worked on the trailer for it, and I got to play it, and mm. it was fun. Um, but I feel like it got it, it, it like released at a really bad time. It was like yeah, too like many, I have no yeah, idea why EA yeah. released it in between. Battlefield, which is their own game, and, and then Call, Call of Duty, Duty, which is which is like, what the fuck, EA, really? You know that stupid meme image of like EA telling the person to dig its own grave. I truly believe in that. I think when they don't believe in a product, they're just like, ah, oh, release it then. Release it be release it like a week before Battlefield or some shit. It's like that's yeah, fucked it, up, dude. Yeah, it was. It's dumb, but there's this one part in the campaign in particular where gameplay wise, it's like one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Where you get this device where you can go back and forth through two different periods of time, but like in the same building. And so it's like in the past, there's a bunch of soldiers raiding the room, and in the future, there's just it's just overrun by like monsters. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting killed by the monsters, you can go back to the past and like avoid um, like the soldiers that are invading it. And then when you kill the soldiers in the past and then go back to their future, their skeletons will be there. But they wouldn't have been there prior. Mm. And then so they have like different puzzles and stuff like that where you have to manipulate cool. stuff in the past to trigger stuff in the present and vice versa. So oh, that's cool. That's that cool. part was really, really cool. And it's, it's only for that one level, though. So when they make you give it up, it's kind of disappointing. But mm. um, aside from that, I've been playing more Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, one of my major complaints in our Pokemon podcast was that it's really hard to find certain Pokemon in this game. And now the only thing that I have left to do is to finish the Pokedex. And I'm trying to do it without like guides or looking up how to do it. But some of this shit is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it's not fun at all to do mm-hmm. it. Like there's Pokemon, 
there's Pokemon that have like a one percent appearance chance, like in the through random encounters. So it's Fuck. like you're just sitting there for like fucking ever, waiting for these things to pop up. <laughs> um, no, is 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 it just like appearance rates, or is there like like um, hoops you got to jump through? No, it's just appearance rates. So there's nothing that you can really do. I mean, there's there's an item that you can use to where if you're fighting a poke a new feature in this game is if you're fighting a Pokemon and you weaken it, they have a chance to call for help, and it'll uh, potentially summon a second Pokemon. So if you uh. use a special item that makes them more likely to call for help, you can basically have them keep calling back up until you get whatever mm. it is you want. But the problem with that is you can't catch you can't try to catch a Pokemon if there's more than one on the field. And when they call for help, it doesn't take up their turn. So it's like at the at the end of every turn, they'll call for help. And if they if it's successful every time, you end up getting stuck in like an infinite battle oh, until fuck. yeah. So it's like the dumbest fucking thing. So not only do you have to wait forever for that one percent chance for them to call for it for help, and for it to have that one be the one that appears, but then you have to kill the other one and hope that the new one doesn't keep calling for help. Oh my god! So that you never get a chance to actually catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the longest battle I was in was, I think, 50 minutes because I was trying to catch something and they kept Dang. calling for So, yeah, so... That, it, it's that very sounds frustrating. tedious as fuck. Like, that was... it was a It's a rare thing because most of the time when they call for help too many times in a row, it'll fail and they'll say no one showed up. But that's just... So that was, like, a exception to the rule. So I don't want to make it sound like it's, like, every time that it does that. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, like, the biggest takeaway from my comments on the quality of the game was that they've done so many amazing things to make this game so much more streamlined. But mm-hmm. then for some reason, everything that worked in X and Y and Ruby and Sapphire, they took it out and replaced it with, like, bullshit. So mm. it's, like, this really weird give-and-take game that had all the right tools to be the best Pokemon game yet, and instead they took the back half and made it, like, filled it with stuff that doesn't make sense. But yeah, that's pretty much that part of it. And then I started playing a little bit of Phoenix Wright, the new uh, Phoenix Wright Six, I think it is now. Mm-hmm. They have a Phoenix Wright hentai out there. I'm sure yep. they do, and I'm sure Oops. that you're aware of it already. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> and can't talk. I mean, it's Phoenix Wright. It's not too different. But I do have to say that the puns are getting way out of hand in this game. Like, there's this hippie character, and his name was. It was like P E S, like peas, and then lubbin, and then understanding. <laughs> so, <laughs> good. And apparently, it gets worse later in the game. So wait, I, I don't to, get it. I don't get it. His name is like peace, love, and understanding. Oh, okay. But like, it's uh, never mind. It's just fucking dumb. But <laughs> it's good so far. It's just I need to find the time to actually play it. And then, of course, I've been chipping away at getting my hundred percent at. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions and now that The Last of Us 2 came out and we're going to be plagued with that other wannabe bow-wielding Ellie and have to keep representing so that we know who the real Ellie is in these gaming parts. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Um, I The only thing of note this last week that I've been playing, um, I checked out the new division stuff the um patch went live for playstation 4 um didn't play it enough to get an opinion on it yet but uh started uh season three over, over overwatch uh shits uh lit bam 
Um, uh, I got a mad, mad play of the game as Farah. Um, I'll post that to nobody cares. I'm not going to post it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I got a, I got a four way. Um, okay. Uh, people in the chat, we are going to give away a copy of Telltale's Batman. So I need uh, our own Courtney to run it and then send me the name in the back channel. But while we do that, um, I uh, actually let's see, let's see, bring it up. Do we got do we got any games you guys are looking forward to in the next in the next next week? Is there anything we can tease on Geekscape.net, Derek? What, what, what should we tease? I don't know. Derek's done. Derek's ready to go home. <laughs> um, we got uh, we're gonna be doing our end of year lists. Uh, so our favorite movies, video games, music. Um, check it out on Geekscape.net. Uh, Josh is finishing up his waifu list and mine is going to be the lewd counter um uh the lewd counter article the deplorable so, list yeah the, the deplorables uh you know the very bad josh, um, josh's waifu lists are so funny mine's just going to be perverted so i don't think it's going to have like any value so basically what basically shane's going to share with the rest of the world what we have to go through every week yeah yeah, absolutely. I, I, well, ugh, fuck. I, I didn't want that spoilers. We had a, uh, we have our, our company, company chat, chat. Um, waiting for somebody to give me the name of whoever won the fucking game. Anybody? Um, yeah. This is kind of a, uh, kind of. Um, this is this is how we run over here. So uh, I guess we'll just close it out. So someone send me that. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Level Ninety Nine um, of the Geekscape Games podcast. Check us out on uh, geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games with... Oh, there's a winner. Oh, we, got a w- we, we got it. Renegade Pige. We'll get you the code for uh, Telltale's Batman on Steam. Thank you so much. You couldn't, couldn't have gone to a better Renegade. Um, so yes, uh, follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games uh, on Loot Crate, uh, Geekscape promo code Geekscape. You can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare, uh, hit me up on YouTube at SS Jaken on gaming platforms as SS Jaken. Can we also find you and your articles at Geekscape.net? I wrote an article today. Really? Yes. Oh, dude, that's one more I've written in the, like the last three weeks. Yeah, there you go, Josh. Yeah. Uh, I am at <laughs> Captain K17 on Twitter, and no, I'm not. I'm at D Cranavelt on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, Captain K17 on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. And I'm at Enu Joshua just about everywhere. And of course, if you want to jump on the Overwatch on PS4, get on that because we're going to be on in like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get, you can find me everywhere on Twitch, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook at Angry Bananas. So follow me there. It's all good. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. We're going to have a very special big old episode 100 mega special edition uh, next week, hopefully. Uh, very proud that this podcast has made it to 100 episodes, even though really it's probably only 40 of all the missing episodes. So thank it's you guys. 38, um, I just counted. If you want to check us out live, uh, we are on Twitch at Geekscape TV. So we'll see you guys back in next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.